guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. So guys, now that you know how to choose your best yogurt, let's talk a little bit more about gut health. I hope you are not tired yet uh, of me talking about gut health and how to take care of our gut. But guys, the bacteria and organisms in our gut, they outnumber human cells 10 to 1, or, you know, so they say. I'm not sure how accurate that is. But guys, when we have such a robust, such a big system, it's got to be significant to our health, for our health. And so we need to make sure that we are doing our best, the best that we know how to do, because for sure they are affecting our health. And from what it seems, the practices that we talked about, you know, eating your probiotic and prebiotic rich foods, um, what else, resistant starch, uh, not taking medicines, not eating all sorts of junk, uh, eating nutritionally balanced and adequate diet, all of that contributes to good gut health, and that translates into our better health, more energy, more vitality, and the more research is coming out, and I'm sure in the coming years, we will hear more and more about gut health and how important it is. You know, when I look back, even like 10 years ago, there was no talk about gut health. Like, we were aware it's there, probably, but we didn't really know what was going there or how to take care uh, of it. Yeah, in many cultures... Fermented foods was, you know, were a thing, but for different reasons, because during our food evolution, um, development of our system, it was an easy way to preserve vegetables for winter, for example, when fresh was not available, and maybe at some point there was no refrigeration. So it was an easy way to preserve food, but uh, it was not looked at as something to support our gut. It just happened that way that it does support our gut, and we know now about that. But again, um, fermentation, for example, was not developed to support our gut, but for different reasons. Anyhow, guys, today we will talk about gut health, but about specific, very specific aspect of our gut health, our sleep. You know, just like our brain needs to recover during the night, our gut needs to recover during the night too, because during the day we eat and there is no time for recovery. The recovery the gut cannot do two things simultaneously, um, help us to digest, absorb, assimilate nutrients and do the recovery, do the healing or rebuilding of gut lining. Uh, our gut cannot do those two things at the same time, just like our brain, when we are active doing stuff, our brain cannot uh, clean itself, detox, and uh, rebuild whatever needs to be rebuilt, recover, um, and gut, the same thing. And today we're talking about gut 
healthy sleep practices. Like what you want to be doing from all the evidence that we have, sometimes it's just observational, there are some studies also, like what we need to do to make sure that we are giving our gut the sleep that it needs to recover, to heal, to rebuild, to serve us better. There are just five things that I'd like to mention today. Some of you, you already know about, some of you some some of these things might be new to you. So number one, for example, caffeine till noon. Some nutritionists uh, and people in healthy living field, they say by 2 p.m. Depends when you go to bed. Um, I, because I'm an early person by 12 p.m., this is the cutoff time for my caffeine. And what it does, guys, it helps our body to prepare on time for sleep. You know, melatonin release, the hormone that help, helps us to sleep deeper, sleep better. And um, stress hormones like cortisol are not elevated and we feel sleepy. So for many reasons, stopping caffeine by 12 p.m. And by caffeine, I mean um, even super, you know, strong green tea, like, for example, matcha or other forms of strong green tea or um, anything with a lot of cacao in it um, or Coke probably also has caffeine. I'm not sure. Like, it's been so long since I had it, like, probably 20 years. Um, energy drinks, a lot of them would contain uh, caffeine as a pick-me-up. Uh, so make sure that you check all of these items where caffeine might be present because caffeine, even though you might fall asleep with caffeine in your system, your sleep is not going to be deep, is not going to be as healing as... Uh, recovery promoting as it could be. And so there is no direct evidence that caffeine itself will somehow affect our gut bacteria, but there might be, but we don't know about that yet. Um, but caffeine does decrease the quality, does, uh, does make it worse, the quality of our sleep. And what makes the quality of our sleep worse, that is not promoting proper recovery for all systems in our body. So caffeine by noon. After that, you can drink decaf. You can drink herbal tea. Um, you can drink so many other things um, that do not have substantial amount of caffeine. Um, decaf, for example, it saved a lot of my clients who just needed not so much pick-me-up, but just the experience of drinking familiar uh, liquid familiar drink. So caffeine by noon. Um, if you're someone like me who goes to bed around 9 to 10, that's probably your time. If you go to bed a little bit later for some reason, it's proven not to be um, optimal for most people, then maybe by 2 p.m. your cutoff time, but no later than that, that all the like evidence, observational, most of it um, shows that, that we sleep better when we cut off our caffeine by 12 or maximum 2 p.m. The number two, two, three hours before bedtime, three hours better, it's much safer. You got to finish your meals, all of your food, everything. Now, it doesn't matter what kind of meal you eat, um, except maybe for pure, purely fruit meal, like maybe a piece of fruit, because it is digested really fast. But except for that kind of food, all of the food takes long time to digest. Proteins, fats, a few hours it usually takes to get 
through our digestive tract and not entirely through our digestive tract. Like most of the time, when we eat a proper meal, it's going to be in our system for like eight hours. And so if you eat right before bed or an hour before bed, like most of your sleep time, your gut going to be busy uh, absorbing uh, nutrients, breaking them down, doing something with them. It's not going to be recovering. And so while you will be kind of sleeping, your gut will be kind of working. And then, you know, you might be the kind of person who likes to have breakfast. And so you get up, you eat breakfast, and then your gut is working again. And it never has the chance to recover, to heal. So what um, the best like evidence shows us is three hours before bed, before your bedtime is a good time to finish your meal. Not to start, but to finish your meal. For me, it's, for example, eight, not 8, but 6 p.m., and I find that if I eat even earlier, it works even better. My sleep is just so much deeper and it feels like I recover so much better. And I actually need less sleep. So two, three hours before bed, three hours is best. Finish your meals. Number three, one hour before bed. Two things you got to think about. You got to remember. One hour before bed, stop all drinking liquids, you know, even if it's herbal tea, even if it's a glass of water, that might make you get up in the middle of the night or before you would normally wake up and go to the bathroom. And even though, you know, there's nothing wrong with going to the bathroom, but it's going to interrupt your sleep and it's going to interrupt your sleep cycle and it's going to interrupt your recovery. So the best practice is one hour before bed, Stop all the liquids, stop all the drinking so you sleep through the whole night, guys. It works. Uh, A few of my clients uh, who were having those bathroom breaks in the middle of the night, when they tried this, they like, I didn't know I didn't have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. You know, it's the body sometimes is that easy. The second thing that you want to remember an hour before bed is get off all of your electronics, all of your social media, all the screens, blue light, bright light, you know, everything. Get off that. And not just, again, screens and television, but also blue and bright light. Like, don't go shopping an hour before bed because there is a lot of bright and blue light. Don't... uh, have all the lights on, all the bright lights on in your house or in your apartment, kind of dim your lights an hour before bed, and do something like spend time with your family, maybe talk with your friends uh, on the phone, maybe, you know, I said get off all the screens, but maybe put your phone in, um, in that blue light blocker mode, And, you know, if you don't have friends right there with you, then maybe talk to them on the phone. That helps a lot of people to sleep better, actually. Um, The best, you know, things to do are also play some music or listen to some music, take a relaxing bath, do some yoga, do some stretching, uh, read a book, uh, think about things, maybe journal. Those are really amazing things that will help you to fall asleep faster, sleep better, Um, also to relax and recover and to wake up more refreshed next morning. And because you're going to be in that relaxed state, 
before going to bed. Again, your sleep is going to be much more, uh, much more optimal for your recovery, for your brain, for your gut, and for your whole body. Plus, you're probably going to reduce the amount of stress and inflammation that is present in your body. Yeah, and guys, it's not the time to do any work or important um, negotiations or check your emails for the things you gotta do the next morning, the next day. This is like the worst time for that, guys. So the best again way to finish your day an hour before bed: get off all the screens, read some book, do some stretching, you know, prepare yourself for bed, uh, spend time with your loved ones, and that's gonna increase your recovery while you sleep. And then the last but not least, you actually, guys, have to sleep. You actually have to stay in bed for seven to nine hours. And actually, no, you don't just have to stay in bed. You have to be sleeping for seven to nine hours. Sometimes it's even more. You know, if you're an athletic person, if you work with your body hard, just like just as you work with your brain, you might need more sleep. Uh, that is proven. You know, professional athletes, when they want to improve their recovery, they actually increase the amount of sleep they get. Their coach tells them to increase the amount of sleep they get, and their performance does increase. So the more you sleep, the better you recover. So seven to nine hours of sleep. And again, it's, it doesn't mean you you go to bed seven to nine hours and then you check your phone, your social media, or you talk to your spouse or your loved ones. No, you actually have to be sleeping, not just being in, in bed and do all the other activities uh, outside of that sleeping time. And that's it, guys. So these five simple uh, rules, routines will help you to improve your sleep, but you need to practice them kind of consistently. Don't just do it one day and expect your sleep to be good forever. You got to do these things regularly to have good quality of sleep regularly and to help your gut to heal and recover on a regular basis. And that's going to improve your digestion, the absorption of nutrients, the uh, inflammation that can happen inside your gut that can lead to autoimmune conditions and issues and allergies and just uh, inability of your gut to absorb certain nutrients. It's also going to help you to um, maintain weight, to lose weight, to um, to be happier because a lot of our neurotransmitters that like serotonin that make us happy, they are created in our gut. So the better our gut is doing, the better we are feeling. Um, these simple things, five simple things will help you to improve your the quality of your sleep, to improve the recovery and healing of your gut. And that will improve the quality of your life. You'll feel it, guys. But again, just like shower, just like brushing your teeth, you need to do it regularly. Let's repeat. Number one, caffeine before noon. Then switch to decaf, to herbal teas, to water, to maybe flavored water. Two, three hours before bed. Three hours is better. Finish all of your meals, all of your food. One hour before bed, stop drinking water and other liquids. One hour before bed, get off all the electronics, social media, all the phones, all the bright lights, all the blue lights, everything. Get ready for bed, read a book. Seven to nine hours of sleep 
every single day day on a regular schedule. And for me, it means nine to four, nine to five. Depends again how much recovery I need, how much how much I'm active during my days, and I might be going. Through some additional stress, physical or mental, that will increase usually the amount of sleep I need. So seven to nine hours, guys, and your gut will get better. But give it some time. Sometimes it improves instantaneously. Sometimes it takes a few days. But to keep it going, you gotta keep it keep doing it. So that's it, guys. Uh, by the way, you can find the video with this information on my Instagram. So check that out. Um, what else? Share this episode with one other person who might also be super excited and interested in working on um, your sleep together. You know, together we learn better, together we practice ba- better, we are more motivated to continue doing these things. So share this episode with one other person. Do it together. And guys, as usual, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And till next time, eat better daily.